Welcome to the Bigfoot Society Podcast. Join me, your host, Jeremiah Byron, as I uncover the stories behind the people who make the wonderfully weird and unexplained their life's work. We love chatting about cryptids and creatures that defy logic, but that won't stop us from having people show up that you might not expect. Check out our website, www.bigfootsocietypodcast.com. It's our base for all things social media, blogs, episodes, and everything else Bigfoot Society. Follow Bigfoot Society on Instagram to keep up to date with the community daily. If you'd like to support us and help us keep the lights on for the cost of less than a cup of coffee per month, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society where for $5 a month you'll get early access to the podcast before anyone else and exclusive access to our weekly Patreon-only Bigfoot Society After Dark podcast. It's where the week's guest stays on after everyone else leaves and shares their favorite creepier or cryptid story with me and you, the listener, as we're sitting around the campfire at our creepy cryptid summer camp. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society to also see all the shout out, Zoom hangout, merch discounts, and more that you'll have access to as an official Bigfoot Society card carrying member for only $5 a month. A little bit of this American life and a little bit of in search of is what you're about to experience. So sit back, put your headphones on, put your phone in your pocket, and relax with your favorite beverage as I uncover the stories behind your favorite entertainers, researchers, and people you've never heard of in this episode of the Bigfoot Society Podcast. In this episode, I talked to my new friend Matt Hopkinson from Tales and Taillights on Instagram. Now, I don't know a lot about Matt prior to this interview, but after it, I sure do know a lot, and you will too. He's got some crazy stories that you're going to love, and also talks a little bit about how to uh, run a small business on the road. So a lot to learn from this interview. But uh, go ahead, kick back, and... I mean, you're, you're not expecting the stories that are about to come, so <laughs> get ready. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming back for another episode of the Bigfoot Society podcast. I have the privilege this week of having my uh, new uh, bud, Matt, with me. Uh, and this is going to be a, a fun episode as it's one of the ones where I don't really know a lot about him, but I like the story that he is portrayed. And I think it's going to be a cool uh, discussion. Uh, he is from the Instagram account, uh, Tales and Taillights, uh, which if you read that, it says, uh, full-time traveling across the U.S. in an RV searching for small town legends, myths, adventure, Bigfoots, UFOs, and coffee, which that's that's a pretty solid, like I'd sign up for that trail that uh that trip that's pretty cool so uh matt if you want to go ahead and anything else that you can go ahead and uh add to that or if you'd like to yeah um so my name is matt uh, my girlfriend and i uh we bought an rv beginning of this year and we were living in savannah before that and we have our own business where we make jewelry and we decided that we didn't want to be stuck in one place so went and bought an rv in january and yeah, we just decided, well, we got kind of stuck because of the whole COVID thing. We bought the RV in Florida mm. and got stuck there. So we've only been oh. on the road for like two and a half months at this point. But we're okay. leaving tomorrow, heading to Texas. We're in Georgia right now. That's okay. That's really interesting. So you bought the RV in Florida, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Around August time? No, no, no. We bought it in February, the end of February. Oh, February. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 
all right, very cool, very cool. And um, it, it looks like, so I've been kind of, I went through your feed a little bit and it looks like you were in the, was it uh, North Carolina part? Uh, yeah, around, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, as I said, we got stuck in Florida for, until beginning of August, oh, I think man. it was. And yeah, so we took off after that and headed up to the Franklin area of North Carolina because we've been there the past year for a German jewelry show to get supplies. Okay. And we both liked the area, just stayed there. Um, yeah, we were there for a few weeks and kind of just stayed around Franklin and Nashville. It, oh, Frank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Franklin, Nashville area. That's cool. It looks like so you have some, um, some interesting. Uh, pictures of things that you've it looks like you go on hikes in different areas and you've you've yeah. seen some interesting things uh is there anything you can tell us about like uh, some photos you've taken this is pretty cool yeah stuff. so recently um the first night we were in north carolina we decided i tried to find a hike that was really close to where the rv was parked and um it was called pinnacle point mm-hmm. and it was just a random going for a walk and we didn't go too far because we had the dogs. We got two small dogs. And basically, we hiked up a little bit. It's, you know, I, they say when you get to the top, it's a beautiful view, but there's no way we were making it all the way up. <laughs> and on the way out, I was just kind of like, oh, let's just go on one of these little trails that kind of okay. ran off the main trail. And um, as we did, did I lose you? No, you're good. Oh, okay. And as we did, we went off the main trail and I just looked over and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Hmm. And there was this wood structure that it was just totally out of oh, place. Wow. Shouldn't have been there. Um, it was just strange. It was very strange. And, you know, we weren't looking for it. It just was there type thing. Wow. So, wow. That's awesome. What was it that, um, so let's say, in I would really... Um, recommend everyone go to you know at the end we'll have you say that the accounts they can check these photos out but what was it that that first made you notice uh something was off about that area to look what are the some things that you look for when you when you're like oh that's that's a stick structure what kind of tips you off so obviously i'm I'm into the, the whole crypto thing and all that and you know just from things i've read and things science it, that day it was just weird it was just one of those things um because i always say like whenever we go on a hike i was like come on let's go find something big but let's go <laughs> you know go up here and like everything like it. every hike we try and go on is something if i have research to see some kind of sighting something going right there off to the right and like i said it wasn't very far off the trail and i was i was totally stoked it, it was for the first hike it was pretty good okay all right wow we are having some i'm gonna i'm gonna pause well we're still recording but i'm gonna we're just gonna let the uh internet uh kick up for a minute i think that was man so COVID is such a fun time because everyone's using the internet and it's like we got some distortion that was really crazy, but, um, it sounded like, so you went, um, 
to kind of recap what you just said, uh, you went on some um, crazy hikes. And uh, do you mind saying that part again? The audio just totally dropped out. I'm sorry. Yeah, we just, well, we did. We just, um, we just got to North Carolina and it was like, we parked the RV, got everything set up. And like, I was like, we got to go. Let's go on a hike. And um, we went to this park and we just, we hiked up a little bit. And then on the way down, something I was just like, hey, let's go on one of these trails that shot off the main trail. And there was just, like I said, this weird structure that it was totally out of place. Mm. You know, not what I, nothing I was looking for. As I said, it was just, we were going for a walk. And uh, yeah, it, it was weird. It was weird. And That's my girlfriend crazy. was even agreeing it was weird and she's not into this stuff at all. <laughs> I was going to ask that eventually. So, so your girlfriend, what does she think of the whole uh, Bigfoot thing? Is it kind of like a thing where like, she's like, okay, let Matt do its thing. You know, that's exactly it. it. Makes it yeah. Happy, she's it like, yeah, yes, dear. That's fine. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's where she goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, how, so is it a thing where you've been into cryptids for your whole life then? Or what kind of, uh, I love asking people what kind of had them get into it. Well, um, I've always liked ghost stories and things like that. And um, my dad and I, went, you know, years ago, when the Ghost Hunters TV show first came out, oh, you know, yeah. we would watch that together. I think it was on like a Wednesday night or something. And then when I moved out, we'd be texting or calling back and forth talking about it. So I've always liked, the ghost stuff. Okay. But um, I, we, when we were living in Savannah, a friend of mine has a, a toy company there, and I did a couple of overnights at a place there with him. And the last couple of ones I did, a couple of like, <laughs> I had a couple of experiences that weren't the best. And I was like, yeah, yeah I am done with this stuff. I was like, it just, it wasn't good. Okay. Um, yeah. But I've always liked, and then actually right after that, well, my girlfriend and I were on a hike again and we were at Skidaway Park in just south of Savannah. And again, we were just walking out and I looked down and there's this footprint. That, the picture's not on this Instagram account. I do have it, but it was just, again, something totally out of place. Mm. For somebody to be barefoot where this footprint was, was just there was no way anybody would have been there. Really? Wow, um, that's crazy. Just and was it uh, pretty large as well, or what? Would it you was. Say? Yeah, it, it's. I put my foot against it. And I'm about ten and a half, and I'm okay. saying it had to be thirteen, fourteen. It was pretty big. Wow, that's incredible. Very, very cool. Very cool. So, you did. Uh, I also want to point out that when we say that Matt is going RVing, how long is your your RV? It's massive. Like this is yeah, a big it's really deal. big. It's yeah, it's forty-two feet. It's not. Wow. I mean, because we have a business, we run out of it. We thought we'd need a big one, but this thing's huge. Wow. It's too big. <laughs> forty-two feet, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> and you're driving a truck yeah. as well to pull it, obviously. Yeah, um, man. Wow, that's got to be. What's that like driving something that big? I mean, you're probably going up into mountains and around corners and. That's got to be yeah, wild, it, right? Well, that, we had never driven it. Like I said, we bought the thing, and then COVID happened, and we were stuck. So I was parked in the same place for till, what March until August, so I'd never driven it. And when the first day I drove it was the day we left. Oh, no. So, yeah, and we went straight up into the mountains in North Carolina, and it was terrifying. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. it was... Um, 
it was an experience, but just got to do it. Yeah. Good vibes your way for, uh, for driving through the mountains. Like, I don't know. Have you ever gone into like Northeast Pennsylvania before? Yeah, you know, I used to live up that way. Yeah. Oh, really? There's no way I'd drive that up there. No, no way at no all. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania can get pretty weird, too. Did you ever see any weird stuff up there in, in that area? Or? We actually we lived in Jersey. So we were about an uh-huh. hour from Philadelphia. Um, no, I can't say I really did. But at the time, we weren't really looking for it. It was just. Sure. Yeah, I didn't really start getting, you know, I'd always watch the TV shows and read books and whatnot, but it wasn't until I moved to Savannah that I really started, you know, going out and actually looking for things and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. putting a bit more effort into it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, from what I've heard uh, and read, like Savannah is a, is a hotbed for definitely, you know, your haunted stuff, but also Georgia can be a pretty big uh, area for uh, Bigfoot as well. Like there's a lot of that kind of thing down there too, yeah. correct? <clears throat> yeah, it is. Um, Savannah, it's, it's where we lived in Savannah. We lived right in the downtown area, which is basically, you're living on basically a giant cemetery there because they were all puzzles fields that when, I think it was yellow fever, when yellow fever came in, it just decimated the mm-hmm. population there. So um, they just had to bury them where they could. But yeah, Savannah was, it was a weird place, man. There was, we had some weird stuff happen there. And, um, I actually, I, I'm in North Georgia right now around Lake Lanier and I had a, a weird experience last night. Oh, really? It was just, again, totally random. Yeah. Is that something you would mind, uh, you would mind sharing or? No, yeah, not at all. I, I actually, I put two pictures on my Instagram account this I saw morning. It, yeah. yeah. And the first one was, okay and the second one was shaky and what happened was uh, i was with a friend of mine and we were just walking around the same thing we were looking for stuff it's somewhere he'd been before and uh he was like hey do you want to come out and check it out mm-hmm. and again just not far off the trail came across this weird structure and i i was standing it was weird because we were standing there and there was like ducks or geese or something and they were making such a racket it was just it was so loud and it was just wow like it was really really loud Mm. and um next thing i know we heard this like it was a bang but it sounded like two rocks hitting together oh really um we i couldn't see it but there was obviously some kind of water because it was dark while we were out there was obviously some kind of water going on there Hmm. And um, we heard these two rocks like smack together in a big splash, okay. and then it went deathly silent. Oh man! So I was like, "All right, well, that's kind of weird." And I kind of moved around to take another picture of the structure. And as I did, it next thing it sounded like an army was running towards us, and we took off. That's why the second picture is like blurry because I had heard it and I was taking the picture and I was getting out of there. It was terrifying. I don't know yeah. what what was going on. Who it, it could have been people. I don't know. I'm not saying it was anything weird, but it was a, it wasn't a fun experience. It, it's not a thing where you want to go poking around and find out. Probably like that. Just sounds... no, no. I was, I'm getting out of here as quick as possible. Yeah. Whenever uh, you're in, whenever you're somewhere and it goes from very loud to very quiet, that always uh, throws me off a little bit. That's you know yeah. when the animals and the birds stop being 
loud. There's something. Yeah, I mean, it was it went from just the racket was so loud, and it went just deathly silent. And I mean, there was nothing, no noises, no crickets, no bugs, nothing. It was just wow. completely quiet. That and then crazy. it sounded like something came running up the hill at us. So I didn't stick around to find out. So that that would but, be yeah, a that was trip. Yeah, to hear something actually come running up the hill at you. And, you know, you hear the stories. Like, it's it's it feels like sometimes the Sasquatch don't want to be messed with, but sometimes it can be a little aggressive, too. And they can come yeah, right at you. And maybe a bluff charge. You don't know. Right. That's what I kind of thought. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I've obviously I've heard or, and I've read quite a few stories that have said that, you know, I mean, I, I don't really know where I stand on like if they would actually attack. I, I think it is more of a bluff charge thing because it's, yeah. I don't know, I'm kind of under the impression that they're probably just as curious about humans as we would be mm-hmm. about them, you know. But sure. yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's a male and he's marking his territory, then yeah. Or you know you don't know if there's uh, if there's a female with kids around. Um, yeah, exactly. You know you have no idea what's going on, and they could be definitely very protective of the area that that they're yeah. in. Um, so do you look at um, do you look at at Bigfoot more of like a uh, uh, how do you how do you view Bigfoot as that's kind of a, a loaded question, but I, I, can find, I found it's kind of interesting though. And you know it's one of those. I think when I first started like looking into the subject and reading about it, researching it, looking at the areas that they live, I figured it was probably some kind of primate okay. that, you know, just somehow avoided being captured or whatnot. But then when you start reading into it and you read people's experiences, you're like, ah, oh, I don't know. There's some weird stuff that goes on with it. You know, that sure. the orbs people see, um, yep. It sounds like when they said people said they've shot them and it sounds like a bullet hit water. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's some weird stuff that goes on with it. And I think that kind of swayed my view. Mm. I, I I do think they're flesh and blood, but there's something weird that's going on with them as well. It's something that you sure. can't put your finger on or explain. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. So the cool thing is that, you know, I'm not. Um, course i'm not the the one that knows exactly what they are but i'm also not um gonna say you know if you look at it a certain way then you know get out of here like i i love having all different viewpoints on personally i i um i think we're probably looking at like you know like an undiscovered uh north american wood ape type deal but man i've had some people on the show where they have some very interesting stories involving orbs and all sorts of stuff so i'm like you know, you got to have well, an open mind. You, you just have to. Yeah. Yeah. I Going back to you was talking about Pennsylvania and it, this, the books from Stan Gordon, I think it was the 70s, ah, where yeah. there was that UFO flap there where they had a lot of Bigfoot experiences at the same time. I mm-hmm. think that was Pennsylvania, if I'm right. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's weird. Nobody, I mean, if you could put a finger on it, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You know. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It would just be like... Uh, if we knew what it was, people wouldn't be, you know, it, it, it would just be like another uh, gorilla in the zoo, yeah, and there yeah. would be a Bigfoot right. exhibit, which hopefully it never comes to that. That would be terrible, yeah, that, I think. That's the last thing they want. That's, you know, it's, 
I understand the thought of needing a body to prove its existence. I understand it, but I just, I'd rather that it didn't happen or if it did happen, it was just something that somebody came across. I, you know, you don't need yeah. people out there trying to kill them. And, exactly. You know, once one shot, it's going to cause more and more people to go out of that thing and they can do the same. And that's, well, that's just, I don't like yeah. that. That's just that's how human nature is. It's it's one guy uh, breaks the mile run in a certain time limit, and then fifty other people can do it all of a sudden. You know, right, and then yeah. one guy shoots a, a Bigfoot, and then oh, let's go shoot Bigfoot. It's like yeah, hopefully you know it would be nice if they could find uh, a Sasquatch where it was like you know injured or had just died, and then they could you know check that out. But yeah, I I'm right I'm right with you. You know. Hopefully, one doesn't have to be shot. Yeah, no, I agree. Nice. Hey, I, it would be the worst thing that could happen. Right. But. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about, uh, do you mind talking about, uh, the, so you guys uh, have like a your girlfriend's jewelry business. Let's talk about that. I think that's kind of interesting, how that all works yeah, out of an RV. Right. So, um, so we were both, and we were living in just outside of New York and we were both working in Manhattan and oh. it was something she was kind of doing as a side job, right? Not even a job, just like a side hobby. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it just, it started taking off and she decided she wanted to do it full time. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm in on this. This is great. Sure. And it, it did. It took off. We've been really successful. She works too much, I think, but, um, she built a great business and it affords us the ability to take, you know, go out and buy an RV and just drive around, you know, aimlessly. Incredible. Basically, we don't have Incredible. anywhere we need to be. Wow. And it's, and it's hard work. It's not like it's an easy life, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Entrepreneurship great. is a very, it's, a, you know, people look at it and they're like, oh, it's, it's whatever. Put a picture on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a lot of work. Like, no, it's it's like the twenty four seven job. Oh, totally. You know, it's I and I I stay away from the technological side of it because I'm terrible. You know, it took me all day <laughs> just to set the Zoom app up today. But oh man, I um, appreciate you doing it. <laughs> and yeah, no worries. But she, yeah, she's you know, I see the frustration with like the changing algorithms and yeah, you know, it's selling on Etsy is obviously a stressful thing. It just. Mm-hmm. It's just like running a regular business, except totally. you're doing it from home and you're doing it online. You know, you got the same stress. You got to deal with the crappy customers, all that. Yeah, no, it it can get very crazy, uh, and yeah, you have some like, uh, I, is she the one taking the photos then on the Instagram then or yeah, some good well, photos. I take the, the, my photos, are, those are the ones I take, and then okay. we have a an account for the uh, for the business. Um, I'm going to throw the business name in it. The business mm-hmm. name is Foxlight Alchemy. Yep. Um, no, I'm going to link everything yeah. in the notes. Don't worry. Yeah, definitely. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yeah. So she takes all the pictures for that. She does every anything that's to do with a computer on there. She does. That's so, awesome. It's not me. Yes, she's done fantastic with it. Wow. So you said so right now. Um, kind of looking through the different posts you're in. So you're in, is it Northeast Georgia, you said? You're in the Georgia, yeah. around Buford? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's exactly where we're at. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually at Margaritaville. 
um, at Lake Lanier <laughs> Islands. That's awesome. <laughs> Lots of squatch um, in Margaritaville. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's uh yeah it's an interesting. This is an interesting place. This is a good okay. place to just watch people. But um yeah, we came down from North Carolina. We're here until tomorrow morning, and then we're taking a couple of days and driving out to Austin. And we'll be in Austin oh, until yeah. middle of January. Wow, that'll be fun. I actually, um, just on a whim, when I was uh, a few hours ago, there's actually there's a sighting on the BFRO website about Buford, Georgia. You should look it up. It's kind of interesting. Oh, report. is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. but <laughs> That's where, what happened with me last night. Yeah, it was same, well, in Buford. I was about 30 minutes from where the RV is right now. Okay. So... Yeah, but yeah, we're heading out to Texas. Um, we may stop at Cattle Lake on uh, East Texas because I've heard some. I've actually heard some crazy stories out there. Um, oh yeah, aggressive, um, aggressive encounters. Really, I so, mean, there's there's going to be Texas, East Texas has some crazy Bigfoot stuff. I mean, that whole yeah, area is, down there, and man, yeah. Well, I was looking today and trying to figure out like which route we were going to take, and mm-hmm. we could go through Falk, you know. For, um, oh yeah, Falk wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, so I think we may do that. It was, I'm going to take two or three days to drive out there, and mm-hmm. I was like, if we're going past it, we may as well stop. You got you to, you know, just check the town out. Yeah, totally. You got to get a picture in front of the Monster Mart thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. So cool. Yep, exactly. That's just worth the trip just to do that. <laughs> yeah, someday I'll be definitely definitely hitting that up. That would be cool stuff. Uh what are your what are your plans of other places that you want? Well, actually, let's start with Texas. So, in te- you're going to be in Texas for a while. I mean, uh at least 4 months. Uh are yeah. there are there uh places that you want to hit in Texas specifically or maybe just whatever I can find in Austin that's weird, hit it up or what are you thinking? Well, yeah, I mean, that's Austin's whole thing, right? Keep Austin yeah. weird. Yeah, so totally. um, my sister lives out there. So, you know, we're going out there to spend the holidays, hopefully ah. with her a little bit with her and her husband. And um, like I said, Cattle Lake, we kind of wanted to be sent in one place for the holidays. This is a busy time and, you know, trying to get to the post oh, office yeah. to send things. Four. Yeah. yeah, so it made sense. Just, we like Austin. We've been there a couple of times before. But then after that, um, I'm kind of getting back into the whole UFO thing. So mm, okay. um, we actually, me and my girlfriend have both had a couple of experiences. And oh, really? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And in the past two months. Um, so yeah, and then and we're going to Arizona after that. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, but um, yeah, we. So where we were in Florida, we were just. We're about eight miles west of um, the Cape Canaveral Space Station. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> that was a weird place. We were in a, an RV resort. And um, I see, I actually had a, a weird Bigfoot experience there. Um, I was sitting outside one really? night. It was about 9.15. Yeah, just just sitting outside and hanging out, smoking a cigarette. And I heard this howl. And I was like, what? I'm running, and my girlfriend, Tara, was asleep. I woke up, and I was like, you got to come with me, because there's no way I was going looking by myself. Mm. And anyway, she told me to stop being crazy, so I did. 
and didn't go look. And not long after, I then actually the next day I went to England. I'm from England, and I went back to my grandmother sure. for ten days. And when I came back, um, I was driving back into the park, and it was about a mile to get to the guards' gate off of the highway. And you're just kind of driving through the swamp, and I was driving, and for some, it was weird. I saw a raccoon just kind of came out in the road out of nowhere, and then yeah. something made my attention shoot off to the left. And as I did, I just saw a pair of legs. As crazy oh. as it sounds, just a pair of legs. Really? Yeah. And right around that time, I kind of, it may have been the Sasquatch Chronicles um, podcast. Somebody yeah. else was on, or it was some other paranormal podcast. And right around that time, they had done an episode on just disembodied legs. I don't know. Oh, I so just this? legs by themselves? Just yeah, just legs by themselves. There really? Was no torso, nothing. Yeah, it it no was way. weird. So I kind of went past and I stopped and I was like, "Did I just really see that?" And I backed up and I couldn't see anything. Wow. Um, and I get to the guard gate and I've never talked to the guy at the guard gate before. And I'm like, mm -hmm. "Do you see or hear weird stuff out here?" And he's like, "Oh, without even hesitating, he's like, yeah, he's like, there's yeah. definitely a bigfoot. Yeah, no he's way. like, there's a bigfoot out here. Yeah, immediately." No, he's, he's like, I don't go out of the guard gate by myself. I was oh, like, Whoa. wow, yeah, Dude. And it, it was weird. It was just a pair of disembodied legs, and um, so yeah, that was it was a weird place. And uh, I had a few things happen there. Uh, another night, I woke up just before three in the morning, you know, the, the witching hour, and um, I walked to the door of the RV, and just as I was opening it. I saw something run past. Now, I don't know if I'm crazy. And I'm just like making oh, these no. things up in my head. I'm not, I don't know. But it, again, it, it's another one of those things. It was like that glimmer predator type thing. Oh, really? Where, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of ran right in front of it. As I opened the door, oh. and I shut the door real quick. It was yeah. like, <laughs> is this like, you know, you have to get your head around it. Am I just thinking this or is it really happening? Oh. Um, and yeah, we I had some weird things there. There's a couple of nights where and it's on my old phone. I don't know if I have the video saved somewhere, but I got videos of some things in the sky is just balls of light moving in ways that balls of light should not be moving. Matt, you gotta get this video. Yeah, I, I'll it? find I know I, oh, man. I think it was on my old phone. Okay. But I may have sent it to my girlfriend, it may be on hers. Dude, that's um, awesome. I do have a couple of things on this newer phone that I think I do anyway. But we, a couple of nights before we left the place in Titusville, we, um, like I said, it was right by the space station. Yeah. So we, there was always kind of lights and whatnot in the air. But again, around 9 30, 10 o'clock, and I just, I was outside just looking up at the sky. And I, where we were, we were on the east coast of Florida. So let's say I'm looking directly west, sure. and I just saw this ball of yellow light, and it's just flying. I mean, it's booking it across the sky. It really? probably wasn't as high as where a plane would be, but I called my girlfriend. She came out. She saw it, too, and she's like, yeah, that's weird. That's not a plane. Don't know what it was. I mean, I don't know if it's a Tesla satellite, what it was, but it was coming from the west, and it came directly overhead, and then... Uh, Again, 
couple of nights after we got to North Carolina, we saw kind of the same thing in the sky here. No way. So it's one of those things I've never had an encounter where I'm like definitively mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is what it is. It's like I'm always right there. And then I just don't have like 80% of what I should see, you know? So, so this would be weird. What if every place that you go to, you keep seeing weird stuff like that? And then the question becomes, are they following you? That's, honed in that's on the you. weird. That's the weird yeah, thing. I, that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the weird part. I've been, I had some issues earlier in life that now I'm kind of like, did I have something attached to me? Really? You know, again, is it what I'm reading? But I had an experience. Um, it's kind of a long story, but I can go. It, my friend and I were driving back from Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, and we were driving back to Tampa, Florida. And we were just, we were trying to do it as quick as possible. So we were driving long hours, not much sleep. And um, we were driving and we just passed Dallas. And I looked, I was in the passenger side and I looked out to my right. And there was this weird little midget guy running with the car. Just bear with me. There was a little midget guy running next to the car. When I turned and looked out the window, yeah. Just bear with okay, me. Go, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%, dude. Go ahead. Okay. So, and I'm looking, and he's smiling, and he's got real pointed teeth. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, 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 this isn't right. Am I imagining this? And um, that was it. Never thought anything of it again. And it, it was this, he was in, like, old clothes. He was black. He had these weird pointed teeth, and he was just grinning at me. And he was running next to the car. So... That that had to be 2005, maybe. Fast forward to 2018. Um, Tara, my girlfriend, and I, we'd been in Denver, and I had had surgery a couple of months before, and on the flight back from Denver to Orlando, I ended up getting blood clots in my leg. Oh, wow. I got off the plane in Orlando, and I couldn't walk. So I ended up in hospital for about a month down in Florida, um, yeah, it was a bit of a scary situation. Man, yeah. But when I yeah, when I got out of the hospital, we went back to Tara's mother's house because we had to get back to Savannah, but I was in no shape to be moving that much at that point. And just randomly one morning, her mother starts telling me the story about how when she was a little girl, this she woke up and there was a black midget standing on the edge of her bed. And I can't remember what it was, but he offered her like some kind of deal, and she was like, "And my girlfriend's mother's a religious person. He offered not her just a, make up... a deal." Yeah, I can't remember what oh, the exact words were. Boy, this is not. Good. It was. This is not turning out good. No, yeah. no, no. But she described. I never told. I told Tara the story before, but I never said a word to her mother about this midget guy that I'd seen, and she described the same guy. To a T, and he had offered us some kind of deal to. I, I kind of, if I said what it was, I'd be lying because I can't remember. But yeah, she fine. was just that's like, fine. "No, yeah." She was like, "No, go away and put the covers back over her head." Whoa! But it was nothing we'd ever spoken about, and the fact that she described the exact same thing, it was just, it was weird. That's the was uh, that's the weird. number one weirdest thing I've heard in a long time. 
yeah, yeah. that that's probably one of my weirdest experiences i've ever had um dude I, no thanks yeah no 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 i'm good with it i never want to see that again wow but i do know after i saw what i saw running next to me for about 10 years after my life just went completely down the drain Okay. And I, I don't know if it was related, but I, it was, yeah, I had some bad times after that. Oh boy. Well, I hope you're on the upswing out of that. Oh, it kind of sounds like you're having a better time now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude. Thank uh, you for sharing. That's quite a story. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. What are uh, places, do you have a, a bucket list of places that you want to drive to on this journey? How, however long it takes I do, yeah. Um, I we, as I said, we're going to be going out to Arizona, um, and I've never seen the desert before, so I'm pretty yeah. stoked about seeing the desert. Um, there, yeah, there's quite a few places. I, I did live in Colorado a few years ago, right. um, but Colorado is another place I want to get back to. Uh, Utah, the whole the whole west side of the country, I've not seen a whole lot, so. Um, you know, California, I want to see the Redwoods, the Sierras, you know. Oh, Pacific Northwest, stuff. you got to go up there. Eventually. Yeah. Once it, you know, things get better, of course, but. Yeah, hopefully. I hope that's not too long. Uh, yeah, hopefully not. pretty bad I mean, going on up there. It's, it's wild out there, dude. I mean, but Utah. So you mentioned Utah, and I'm sure that you have uh, looked into the weirdness of Utah. Yeah, Man. it's a very strange place. Oof. You got your yeah. high strangeness like crazy, your skinwalker ranch and all that stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, that whole that um yeah, that's that's on my bucket list. That's one of the ones obviously you can't get into it, but to get as close as possible, that's on my bucket list of places to go. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Bluff Creek, that's another one. Totally. Um, yep. Yeah. You know, I guess, you know, all the like the biggest, you know, I'd love to go to the Winchester uh, Mystery House. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You know, out yeah. there in California. Yeah, I've seen that. And, it's, um, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah, and it, there's also, I, I think it's um, the Queen Mary, the boat, the yes. Snow Hotel Extremely in California. haunted from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that would, those places would be real cool. I'd like to see that. I've stayed at the, um, the hotel that Stephen King based The Shining on. Oh yeah, I've I've mentioned this yeah before in another episode because it's the same one they filmed Dumb and Dumber in. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Apparently, the story behind that is Jim Carrey stayed one night in that hotel. No way, and they refused to stay another night in there. Really? That's the story. They tell you that story in the hotel. I don't know how true that is. I gotta look that up because that's amazing. Yeah, that's what they told us on the the um, the ghost tour thing there. They oh, stayed okay. one night okay. and run out and didn't want to come back. Wow. So, yeah, check it out. Jim carries into some uh, interesting stuff, though. He comes out to, to Iowa all the time. We have a, a pretty well-known uh, meditation community out here about two hours east of Des Moines um, called the Maharishi uh, Institute, I believe that's what it's called. But he, he comes out quite a bit. He's, he's into yeah. some uh, interesting stuff. But so... Hey, go Jim Carrey, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, are, are you reading anything right now? Uh, you mentioned that you've read, you like to read over the years, uh, reading anything 
cool in regards yeah, to UFOs actually, or Bigfoot or anything? Yeah, I just got the new um, Somewhere in the Skies book. Oh, um, yes. The Ryan Sprague one, yeah. Very I, good. I literally started it last night. Shout um, out to Ryan Sprague. That was a fun interview when I talked to him a few back. Yeah, he's got a great show. Um, he's good. Yeah, he's I just good started dude. that last night. And uh, before that, I had been reading uh, the Beyond the Fray. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Shannon. Uh, the yeah. Shannon McGraw one. Yeah, that one. Uh, I've, I've been reading quite a few different things lately. You know, I kind of bounce back and forth with subjects that I like. Um, yeah, cool. good. I'm looking forward to reading the Somewhere in the Skies one. It's extremely well done. I mean, the way that it's written, uh, you're going to love it. It's some some very, very cool stuff. The story. Yeah, as I said, I started oh, it last night. I probably got two or three pages in and just fell asleep, but that's no yeah. knock on the book. I was just tired. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're really busy for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. So what, uh, this has been a really, actually, I, I thought of another question. Oh, uh Oh, okay. Um, we're back. Good. There we go. That's good. <laughs> All right. Um, you mentioned, uh, this just came to mind. You mentioned that you'd gone over to England to visit some relatives. Yeah. Have you ever experienced anything weird over there? Um, I'm just going to put my phone in. Yeah. Um, I had a, a weird experience years ago. I'm actually, I'm from England. We moved to America uh, in '94, uh, but okay. I've moved back and forth a few times. Um, I I've had a couple of um, I have a picture that I took. Um, my I've got family that live in a town called Chester, which is mm. near Liverpool, and okay. it's an awesome town. The downtown areas inside castle walls. There's a Roman amphitheater there. Wow. Um, but I'll find the picture and I, I'll email it to you or something. Oh, okay. And I took a picture there one night. And it's if you could take a picture of a demon, that's what I took a picture of. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it's mm. really weird. That's not good. Um, no. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah, I, I can't really. Just weird things like that. I never, I, I stayed in a couple of haunted pubs. Um, oh really? But, okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but nothing. Yeah, it was cool. One of them uh, was in Chester. I think it's Dog King's Head, but the building was built in something like the 13th century. So wow, it was pretty neat. Um, yeah, I, I've not really had any. I'd have to think about. It. I'm sure I've had something happen to me, but yeah, not off the top of my head. I have to ask you: Did you ever make your way up to? Uh to scotland or anything like that like the loch ness yeah. area or yeah i went i went to loch ness as a kid um, oh, wow. a long long time ago okay and uh, i've been to edinburgh a couple of times um but yeah the loch ness and i can remember going I, my parents probably had a picture of me standing next to a guy playing the bagpipes in the kilt and everything <laughs> yeah i was probably about seven eight years old that's so, cool. yeah I, we did go there. I was lucky when I was a kid. We got to travel quite a bit. That's awesome. Do you have any me- memories of what uh, what looking uh, at the lock was like, I guess, even as a young kid or anything that stood out to you? I do. And, I, you know, it's one of those, uh, the memories I have of it, I can remember being there and with my sister, and I can remember being like, oh, that's it. 
there's a monster yeah. there. Uh, that's it, that's, yeah. There's a monster. You know, everything you saw was a monster. I right, probably right. did the same now when I went there. So, um, yeah, that, that's one of the big... That, the memory is then the guy playing the bagpipes. I always remember that. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. <laughs> I love that. That's such a cool story to be able to tell. You know, going to Loch Ness as a as a kid and seeing the bagpipe guy. And it's important to travel. It really is. It's important. Yeah, it exactly I'm glad is. you guys are able to do this thing where you're going around the U.S. taking in all the weirdness, but also, you know, running a business at the same time. It's like it's very American dreamish. I love it. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It doesn't get more. I'm like an immigrant traveling around, running a right. business. Uh, yeah, total yeah, American cool. dream. That's cool. So. So I think we've had a, a very fun conversation, um, but I want to make sure uh, that you, you're able to share uh, what um, how people can keep up to date with you guys. So if you wouldn't mind kind of going through all the uh, the social media, Etsy, all that good stuff and kind of, you know, how, how can my uh, listeners follow you guys? Oh, you, you follow my uh, my. Uh, Instagram is tail light, tails and tail lights, and that's T A L E S and tail lights. And then we have a business page for Fox Lark Alchemy, and that's F O X L A R K Alchemy. And you can find us on Etsy under that handle too. Awesome. Awesome. So if you're wanting to see uh, some random weird pictures and maybe Bigfoot stuff, that would be the tails and tail lights. And if you want to see yeah. kind of like the business fi- the business view um, with some amazing, well-done photos, that would be the, uh, you said Fox, Fox Light? Fox Light. Yep. F-O-X-L-A-R-K. Very Alchemy. good, very good. Very cool. And then, of course, definitely check out their uh, Etsy page. I'll have all these linked out in the show notes. And um, pick up some cool jewelry because uh, Christmas is coming, so. We yeah, got to definitely <laughs> to the ones we love. So that is cool. Well, Matt, thank you for coming on. Uh, and you are okay with, of course, uh, staying on for a few minutes, maybe sharing a few more stories for uh, yeah, uh, people on the Patreon. And I, I have a feeling you definitely have some, some other cool stories to share. So at this point, again, thank you for coming on and uh, listeners. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we will, Uh, be chatting with you next week. Have a good one, guys. Big thanks again to Matt for coming on uh, from Tales and Taillights. Go ahead and check him out, and uh, we'll be sure to check in with him in about probably a year. Uh, Who knows where he's going to end up next. Uh, Hopefully he makes it up to Portland in the Pacific Northwest. I'd love to hear some stories about that area from Matt, his girlfriend, and their dogs in the RV. Thanks again, Matt, for coming on. Before the end of the episode, I'd love to thank my Patreon supporters. Uh, They keep the podcast running, literally. Uh, We've got Surfetes. We've got Josh Shewich from the Starfall Collective on Twitch. We've got Greg Morrill from the Indiana Road Trio. We've got Coco Van Boxtel from Strange Little Lands on Etsy. And we've got Tate Hieronymus from the Bluff Creek Project Podcast proud of myself right now because I said the entire member list without looking at a piece of paper. So bravo for me. It's been a long day driving, guys. 
thank you for being the best Patreon supporters that could ever be in the world. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much. And a big thank you to everyone else who shares their time with the Bigfoot Society every week listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, you won't want to miss out next week. We've got a very special episode. We have Cliff Barrickman from the North American Bigfoot Center. It is an amazing uh, episode. If you want to hear it right now, you can over on the Patreon. Uh, also, the Bigfoot Society after Dark for Cliff goes for 28, 28 extra minutes, which is fantastic. But as always, we will talk to you next week. Uh, thanks for always listening. And uh, there's a squatch in the air. Um, and uh, squatch is here to stay. Um, squatch it up. Squatch it in. Let me begin. <laughs> <laughs>